and welcome to the second episode of The Best Podcast. I am your host, Josiah Dai, with my co-host, Toshi Sasaki, who has the coolest shirt ever. What is this shirt? Uh, right now, I'm wearing some of um, Embroidery Monster's best illiterate t-shirt. Illiterate. I could not read it for the first. Remember, I remember you showed me this shirt Wednesday, and I was like, why are you wearing a shirt that says Torate? <laughs> Torate on it, because <laughs> he has like the like the like the I L L part of it, like just lines. So I was like, why do you just say Torate? <laughs> you guys gotta check it out on the Instagram or Facebook page at Embroidery Monster. Buy a Torate shirt today. <laughs> Roll the intro music. But yeah, so what should we talk about today? Today, oh man, it's always up to me, isn't it? Um, I would like to know, what did you do this week? How was your week, Josiah? This week, so we know we had a concert on Wednesday. What did you think of the concert? It was good. I liked that. At yeah. church, yeah. It was, um, yeah, it was really cool. Everybody just like, they had the music outdoors. It was cool. It was hot, sunny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like sweaty a ton. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness, I was walking past a window. I didn't know the windows did this. Well, I mean, I guess it makes sense, but... You can see through a window? What? I looked through the window for the first time. That's crazy. No. Um, <laughs> the sun reflected off of a window, and it made me so hot. Oh, As yeah. soon as I stepped out of like the direct beam, it was like a completely different temperature. It's crazy. Yeah. Like it's like a mirror. It just like shot yeah. blast the rays right back at you. Literally, like right only in this certain spot. It gets too hot, and I was standing right behind all the windows. Yeah, or right in front of them, actually. Yeah, because like we, we we had the stage where we had this big glass, like what is that? A curvature of windows. Yeah, it's really cool architecture design. We put the stage right there. And I was like right in front of that. So of course, all of a sudden, it's beating right at my face, and those those, those windows reflecting it back to my back. So I'm like getting again both sides of just <laughs> heat coming yeah. at me. Yeah. And, and I had also I had a, I had a long shirt on. Yeah, you did. I saw you. I saw just sweat dripping out of your face. I know. <laughs> it was I hilarious. Was so, and I drank. I probably drank a good half a gallon of water that service. Wow. Like, I was. I was. It was bad. Wow. But yeah, that's one thing we did, and I think it went great. You know, we played some awesome songs. It was really fun, um, and we had. And then I had camp the rest of the week. Spanish camp. Spanish camp. You know, Thursday night was like a youth night, and so we had some songs. It was really fun. I was surprised. It was a good amount of people showed up, and then of course Friday night was the main service, and it was awesome. We had like the both nights we had saturday and friday and both nights it was very powerful the services that's good brother sombrano he preached about the first night was about healing and how you can't get your blessing unless you're healed mm. and like that's something that really spoke to me you know the whole time and i couldn't even play altar call i had like i told brands like dude you gotta get on main i can't do this i, gotta, oh, wow, I need yeah. my moment right now wow. i need to step down yeah it was but it was really it was an amazing service and the second night um no, I can't remember what he preached. <laughs> it was also a really good service, though. Um, the second night really hit hard. Actually, that was a night the miracles really did happen. There was a little girl there that couldn't move her legs at all. There was no muscles in it. Wow. And she was walking. Oh, my goodness. She was literally walking. 
Wow. Like she walked up the steps, the stage, the steps. <laughs> That's crazy. But it was really, it was an awesome service. And then, um, of course, our church had to get shut down for COVID. Yeah. Fiend. So um, we decided our, as a Spanish church, we'll just have the service, like the campgrounds. And then it was another amazing service that God moved. Wow. And it was awesome. But that was my week. Um, by the way, everyone, I'm sorry if you hear a lisp or like some weird talkative thing with me. <laughs> I just got these aligners. They're like for they're like braces almost, but they're clear. And so today is actually the first day I'm wearing the first day I'm wearing them. So it's just been it, it's it's really awkward. It's funny. I can just every time I look across the table at him, he's just like adjusting his lips. I can tell he said it's hurting. Yeah, it does hurt. It does hurt. I had to take some Tylenol right now because what it's doing as the first stage, it's like it's pushing my back teeth further away from my other teeth to create space. So then the rest of the teeth can start getting the shape and the form of where they're supposed to be at. Start shaking the shape. Shaking the shake. (laughs) But yeah, I'm sorry to everyone listening. If you hear something weird, weird, I cannot talk. Holy cow. Um, but it's just because of that. I, I And hopefully by next week, I'll have adjustment done and I'll be all good to go. But how was your week, dude? Dude, I had a great week. Oh, I did so much stuff. Actually, it was pretty relaxed. I... Yeah? I was... um. I looked at a house. Oh, really? Yeah, I looked at a house. Did you like it? Uh, it was... Dude, it was crazy. It was... um. Just stuff was the walls, holes in the walls, um, just stuff everywhere. That, yeah, dude. So what are complete, you looking for? It was a mess. Um, by the way, everyone, this is a cut right now. Just to be honest, uh, we recorded about another like 20, 30 minutes worth of stuff, which was really good. But then halfway through it, it all got corrupted. And we all we hear is when they're like a oh robot voice. Oh my goodness. It was awful. It's awful. Like we had a great topics too, man. So we went to replay it and just it, we had to scrap it all. It was really rough, and I'll, I'll, I I tried to save it. I tried. We had a moment. We went over there and started doing some CPR. Did CPR. some mouth to mouth on it. Just no no hope. Had to just had, throw had to it in the it. trash can and it. send it off. But that's the best way. Yeah, but let's just get back to it. I guess so. That house. How was it, man? How was that house? I think we already talked about that. Did, no, we I didn't. Remember. We didn't talk about no, the house. No, we no, we did not talk about yeah, it. Oh, dude. Oh man, the house. The house was amazing. No, the house was terrible. What am I talking about? <laughs> what house are you talking about? <laughs> this other house, Josiah's house. His house. It's amazing. How was like? So you you said there was like foundation issues. Ah, dude, I don't know if it was foundation or just the flooring. But it was like the floor was just like pushed inward. It was tilting in the kitchen, tilting in the living room. And I think there was just beams underneath. If the it foundation was too much wasn't, work for the price, right? It was just too much How work. How much did they the want price. for the house? 100. 100 grand? 100 grand, yeah. How many bedrooms? It had four, but they yeah. were all smaller than this room. They were small, small bedrooms. It's not even a big room either. Yeah. Actually, this is a good sized room for a bedroom. This is a very good size room for a bedroom. This is no, nah, but I'm saying it was like, like against like that wall, 10 feet. right there, like to that wall. So this, just like a big cube, like that big. 
Even that's not a bad if size room. If that. If that. Maybe like that wall to that wall. You know, yeah. So like probably like 10 yeah. by 10 by 8, something like that. Yeah. They're okay. little cubbies. Little cubbies. Yeah. Yeah. 100 grand. How many bathrooms? Two. Okay. In really rough shape as well. You gotta like probably the floors, paint the walls. New appliances. New kitchen. It's just, uh, a, it's just a tough time to be is. flipping houses right now. It is. And like, it's really rough. I mean, I'm hoping the market goes down. It has gone down in some way, in some areas, like in lumber. I mean, yeah. Like beginning of the year, it was like forty dollars a sheet for OSB. That's insane. Because last year, before COVID, it was eight dollars. Eight dollars. Oh my goodness. It was a forty. So, and I think now it's down to twenty. So it's coming down a it's little bit. It's coming down, yeah. But it's still it's it's outrageous how how much it is. Yeah. I think what's going on though, I think it's like the lumber yards, they're like holding back. You think so? I think they're like they're, they're they have a they probably have a ton because they had to catch up. Yeah. So they probably they're all caught up, but it's like they're just like slowly bringing it on the market so they can have their money out so they can keep making more. I mean, yeah, to go from eight dollars a sheet to forty dollars a sheet, that's yeah. insane how much money they're making. Yeah, so they probably have all this stockpile and they're just like, let's just hold on to a little bit of it and just release little by little and we'll have to worry about it. we'll make our money back. That's that's what I would do if I was in the business. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've thought about that, like, with all these companies and stuff, like, I don't know. I can't really speak because I'm not in there, in that position. I don't really know the numbers. Yeah, you got to think about this, though, like, all they care about is money. So they're going to try to get anything they can get out of it. Yeah. And so they got to hold out some material out there. They're going to do it. They don't care. Yeah. Some of this weather. Holy cow. I looked at the window and it's like, it's so foggy. Yeah. It's Well... I thought it was, I thought it was someone's burning something. Was is someone burning outside? Ah, dude, I think, I think somebody's burning. I hope, dude. I think, I th- yeah, I think somebody's burning. This guy, there's that smoke. I mean, there's no yeah. way there's a cloud right in front of our window. <laughs> it's just clouds. That's a, a lot of smoke, though. Is someone's house on fire? <laughs> like that's a ton of smoke. Yeah. Anyways, let's forget about that. I don't care if someone's. I don't care about their house. I don't care about their house. Let it burn down. We can finally buy a lot and build a house there. <laughs> no, but yeah, this, this market's crazy. Even cars, you know, trying yeah. to buy a new truck. I mean, I was looking at them and used trucks are like twenty grand over what yeah. it should be. I was thinking in, about um selling my car. Selling it. Yeah, I was thinking about it, but I don't know. I don't know. Then we're gonna buy. It. That's the thing. You sell yeah, your car, exactly. and you're gonna spend. You're gonna spend an outrageous amount of money. That's what I would think. Like, if I had a car, since I have multiple cars, I would be fine selling one of them or whatever for my the amount of money I get. I sold the Subaru for Alejandro's car. Yeah. For two grand, twenty two hundred dollars. Wow. Like that was you saw that car. I mean, that oh was, yeah, it was a little rough. Yeah. And so with that, that paid for my piano and everything. That's nice. And you got it for free, right? For free. He nice. just gave it to me. He was like, dude, you just want it, you take it. He just got Shit. himself a Volkswagen that I care about. He wasn't like, his dad wasn't to get rid of it, like scrap it. So wow. I was like, just give me it. And he gave me the title and everything. I just flipped it real quick. That's awesome. And I, I wanted to buy a piano and I bought a really nice, like two grand. Paid wow. for it, just for free. So I was happy for that. But like this market's insane. Like if you're selling it and you have a spare house, perfect, do it. Perfect, yeah. But if you don't have a house, you're kind of screwed. Like yeah. you sell your house and you can't find another house. You're going to be homeless for a little bit. Unless you go like move to 
a less populated area. <laughs> just and you're downgrading. Yeah, you're downgrading. That's something like I always feel like you should always be upgrading no matter what. Yeah. Like always. Keep upgrading. Keep upgrading. Like you, you have a car, you sell that car, you upgrade it. You could not you get a nicer car. Yeah. You have a house. I mean, I guess you can downgrade like you say you had a family of five and now that all the kids are gone, maybe yeah. you can downgrade to a smaller but still you upgrade in interior wise. Yeah. Like sure you may downgrade to a smaller house, but everything else but the house is way nicer than what you have. Yeah, like high quality. Yeah, like a way higher quality. Then that's like a down but upgrade. Yeah. Downsizing, that's what it is. It's called downsizing. But I don't I don't think you should ever just downgrade for it. I mean, unless you're going through hard times, yeah, I get that. Yeah, but your goal should always be to get better, to be better. True, that's what I believe in. Like, why would you want to be? Why would you go back? It's, it's. I always wonder, like, if you, um, you always look back at the past, the mistakes you made. The last thing you want to do is go back and do the same mistakes. Yeah, you should always take those learning lessons and and uh, keep doing better. You learn and you go higher. Never go back. Keep going higher. Keep going higher. Just climb that ladder. Climb the ladder. Just go out and have fun. <laughs> but <laughs> I forget. Like we we literally had a whole amazing conversation and it's all gone. So we gotta rebuild that up. Yeah. Because I would forget. Like I feel like we've been talking for like two hours now, which we have, but it's all gone. Yeah. So we need to talk for another two hours. Oh my goodness, it's crazy. Like, yeah. We're so we're switching up the system a little bit. We are now like. Every now and then we're just like, just like checking on the audio. Yeah, you got to check on it. Make sure it's not crackling because it'll just like randomly start crackling. And then we got to just make sure it sounds good. Yeah, we were talking about it and like it's just it, it intent. I don't know. Maybe for the audio guys out there, you could uh, tell us what's up with our thing. We're using GarageBand. Yeah, we are. And through this through the actual system like the machine it sounds great through the ipad it sounds terrible it's something between the the from the zoom to the ipad it gets corrupted something i don't know why it did that either it just out of nowhere i should talk to johan about that he's a sound guy yeah he'll be like yeah you need to do this but i don't know um but yeah let's talk oh yeah Dude, so, man, something, did you have any dreams last night? I did, yeah. Dude, I had a dream. I had a dream that, like, I woke up and I checked my phone and the stock market crashed. Oh, yeah? (laughs) I had a dream. Well, Bitcoin, for some reason, I don't know why Bitcoin has been doing good. How is my stocks doing? Bitcoin's been doing good over the past few days and i had a dream that i checked and it was just like (laughs) completely down again like down the worst it's ever been bitcoin yeah i don't know the bitcoin crash would would that affect everything else yes dude like whenever bitcoin dipped everything dipped dang so like if bitcoin goes down i don't got a whole lot of hope for everything else. you own bitcoin i don't i do not I was um my, I was my, considering my, it. My, my my portfolio is up like eighty bucks right now. Man. Dogecoin is up a little bit. So it's twenty five cents. Yeah. I yeah, own, it is. I have like five thousand shares of Dogecoin. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So But, but you're down on that. No, I've never been down because I bought it at like four cents. Oh. 
So like that's why I'm like I really don't care what happens to it because I only have like three hundred bucks in it. Yeah. So if it ever crashes, it will ne- probably never go back to where it was at four cents. Yeah. So either way, I'll make a couple hundred dollars. But if it just goes up and up and up, like I have five thousand shares of it. Yeah. If it ever got to half what Bitcoin is, I'm a millionaire. Yeah. That's how it is. Ever got to half of it. The thing is also like that's what I'm wearing. Like everyone owns Dogecoin. Yeah. Everyone has a couple hundred bucks to go in there and put yeah. it down. So if you have that basically if that ever does happen and it shoots up, um, then there'd be tons of new millionaires in the world. Yeah. And then you know what happens? And every single prices go up. <laughs> yeah. So being a millionaire is like being a hundred thousand there, basically. Yeah. So that's what I don't understand. Like and money, the more people that have the money, the more prices go up. Yeah. And so, like, the more millionaires are in this world, the more expensive things will get. The more millionaires, the more poor people, right? The more millionaires, more poor people. No, no. If millionaires the new norm, then all the people living normal now are poor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, then their their prices go up too, because then like the factory. Oh, they work. get paid more. Yeah. Yeah, they, they everything goes up. So. It doesn't matter. Yeah, everything just goes up. So that means being a millionaire is like having a couple hundred grand in your bank account. So you always got to be two steps ahead of the market. You got to be if if you if everybody's if there's more millionaires, become a billionaire. Good luck with that. <laughs> you know you know how much a billion dollars is. A billion dollars. Like a hundred million dollars is a ton. A million dollars is a ton. Like a billion is the people that have over a hundred billion dollars. That's the yeah. yeah, that's an extravagant amount of money. Yeah, it's the most you know you'll never get close. It most people working the jobs nowadays, they barely touch a million in their lifetime. Yeah, barely. So that's why a million dollars is a ton too. Yeah, I mean you can live. If I had a million dollars right now, I'd be set for life. Yeah, I wouldn't have to worry about anything. I'd invest it all and live off of my little my earnings. Yeah. That's how it works. Now you don't you want to work anymore. I'd probably drive like a simple car. What would you do if you had a million dollars? If I had a million dollars, that's a good topic, Josiah. Man, clap for Josiah. Good topic. <laughs> Dude, if I had a million dollars, I would invest it. Yeah, I would. I think I would I'd start a company doing what, you might ask. Uh, doing... <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to drink some coffee right now. Just I just tr- attempted to drink coffee and spilled it all over the front. I of had the to take my Invisalign out, so it's like I have to keep. It's like makes my makes drinking coffee a lot harder. Yeah, my coffee is cold too now. Yeah, yeah. Like, but like, if someone came up to you one day and just said, "Here's a million dollars," what would you do? Dude, I'd start a company. I would start a company for. I don't know. I'm going to college for uh, website or software development. Mm-hmm. So I would really like to start a company in the tech. Doing what? In the tech industry. Um, actually, real estate. Really? Real estate? Um, yeah. I'd want to create a website. An app for real estate, like oh. Zillow, like Zillow, but better than Zillow. We'll make Zillow better. Virtuality, like three I, tours. 
like virtual tours. Okay. 3D, yeah. Don't 3D have virtual. That? Have you have you used Realtor.com? Yeah. I like using their app better. Yeah. The one thing I wish that I think they should make an app for is for commercial real estate. Yeah. That's something I feel like Zillow, Realtor, even Loop. There's an app called Loop that supposedly focuses on real estate, like commercial stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's still, there's not, there's not a good one. Like, I want to buy commercial property right now. I'm looking at that. But I can't find it. There's a one property, especially that I want to get, that is, I can't find it anywhere. And it's for sale. I have a signing yard. And I can't find where that thing is for sale at. I look on Realtor. I look on Zillow. I look at all these commercial ones. I go to the dang website of the broker that has it, the Realtor. I can't even find that property on there. <laughs> I think you have to call them and ask about it. Wow. And that's what I hate. I wish you had like a better, especially for like where I, where I, our company, we want more like a flex space, yeah. half warehouse and half garages. And that is such like an uncommon type of deal because I don't want like all for like real estate, for like, um, for like restaurants or stores, they just want a storefront or they want like a small section, a kitchen. I guess that's like the most common type of deal. But yeah. no one has like a nice warehouse with a, some garage space. I think that's something that's really lacking. And they, there's tons of buildings that are like that, but I can't find the actual like listings for them. Yeah. But that's something I think that should be created is to have some type of, some type of app that does that focuses like mainly on commercial stuff. Yeah, I think what what I want to hit on is virtuality and like not having to like visit the not house. having to visit not having to talk to anybody you just go there so you want to be like like you know how like tesla re-revolutionized the whole buying system like yes. before when you bought a car you go to a dealer and you sit down there you spend the whole day at the dealer yeah. negotiating price dealing with this going back and forth tesla all i did was like here's a website there's a price of the car you buy it we'll ship it to you yep or like Carvana, or like all these other ones, yeah, that are changing all up now. Dealers are are trying to be like no haggle, free pricing, all this stuff, yeah. and still, even though they still haggle all the time about the pricing, yeah. But that's one thing. That maybe the maybe the real estate market should be like that. That's what, yeah. That's that's where I see it, and um, that's where I want to take it. That's yeah. probably the next next thing's gonna happen. Yeah, because you gotta think about it. If they if they the the problem is. Is like you eliminate a lot. You eliminate third parties. Yeah. So when you buy a house, you go through a you go to a realtor. They find a house. They do all this stuff. Yeah. If you were to re revolutionize it by making it all online, you take the realtor away. Yeah. So then you're the homeowner. You're you're the buyer. You go directly to the homeowner who has the house listed. The homeowner could hire someone with a camera setup that comes and do a three yeah. tour of everything. Yeah. And you can upload it. And then basically, as as a buyer, if I was buying a house, I can go do a whole inspection of the house. Yeah. Just for the cameras, I can do everything I want to look at. And I like the house. Look at like like everything else. I can then just directly from that app, just directly go to the homeowner and I'll send my bid in, send what I got, send my mortgage, whatever yeah. whatever you need, do that. And if they approve it, I can just buy that house. Oh, yeah. that'd be a, Actually, that's a great idea. You eliminate a ton of... That's what I hate when you have like so many different steps to go through. It's like all these different third parties are going to go through this. Like I get doing inspections and all that. You need that, but you can probably do that all from the app. If you yeah. have one simple app that's... You could literally make your own realtor app, basically. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be where you just take it, and you just go ahead and do it all from right there. 
it's basically it shows you the houses. You do a tour. If you want to go see the house, you can apply for that and you can go look at it directly in person. Yeah. Or do a 3D tour. Or do even like a virtual tour where you can have someone with a fa- like a like a um like a Zoom call or something. You can look at it through there. If you if the 3D tour doesn't didn't really show what you want to see. Yeah. Or go look at it in person. Or do this and that. It'll work out too for renters. Yeah, renters. Yeah. For people who want to go rent a house, you can literally just look at the house, look at a tour, and then there'll be the price right then and there for monthly. And right there, you can just sign the contract. Yep. And then boom, and date, right? All from the app. Yeah. That's, I love that. That's, That's what like, I see, bro. That's the vision. That would eliminate so much. That would disrupt the market. Yep. Because you have so many third parties, all these people trying to make a cut. Like, you, you, you take away the realtors 3% of it yeah. taking that. You take away all these other different aspects of it. So you're really you're they're gonna hate that. Yeah, that's something you're gonna fight. It's I know a lot of legacy automakers they hate Tesla because of how they changed it all up. Yeah, because you know when you when you bought a car in the old days they could like what they would do is they would they make their money like they would lose money on the car but they'll make it back on the financing. Yeah. So what they would do is like should the car they have twenty grand to it. Yeah, and they sell you to for nineteen grand, but reality is they'll make all the money back if you want to go finance it. Yeah, and so they'll if you want to finance it, then they'll add all these little things inside of it. They'll make the car now they're making twenty five grand on that car instead of losing nineteen, they're making up six thousand dollars. Yeah, all because you financed it. Yeah, that's why when you go to like more dealers nowadays, and they like one time I hear stories like if people are trying to buy a car on Facebook Marketplace. Like a super good deal, like it was a Corvette or something, and the Corvette's worth twenty five grand. They have a list for nineteen thousand dollars on Facebook Marketplace. People would go to try to buy cash with them, and they cannot buy it. They would refuse to sell it to anyone who wants to pay with cash because <laughs> the only the only way you can buy it is you finance it, and that's why because they want to make their money in the back end. Yeah, it's all these little details that are like sketchy. Like no one's ever gonna be honest with you. Like they want to say, oh, we're losing money in this car. In reality, is they're not losing anything. They're gonna make it all back in the financing. They just need to be straight up about that. Yeah. So when you bring out like new technology like that, it people are gonna hate it. Not not people. People are gonna love it. Like the consumers. Yeah. Like people love Carvana because of how easy it is. You just order the car, boom, it arrives to your door, and you don't haggle about prices. All like that. Tesla, you order a Tesla and it comes straight to your house. Never yeah. have to deal with any person. You have to call anyone. You pick out your specs how you want it, and it, boom, it's done. If you did that with houses somehow, it worked good for new houses. Yeah, new you houses. Could, you could order your house. Yeah. You can like pick a plot out and order it, spec it out how you wanted to have it. Maybe even add like features. You can like type in there and, and a new quote will come back to you how much it'll cost or extra add-ons, whatever it is. And and build your house directly from a nap. Yeah. That's what I like. And you talked about before um, how you like to play Sims. <laughs> and the reason why you like to play Sims is because um, because you can design your own house. Yeah. Pretty much. You can yeah. maybe even do that too. Yeah. I have a look at a, a design tool where you can draw, like people who love to design houses, they can go pick their plot of land out. They can buy it from the app, and then they can build their own house using their like their favorite design software, and then they can send that those plans to their builder or whoever it is that's building the house, and they'll give a quote how much it'd be. And sometimes the builder will be like, it's maybe like too high. The builder would design a different house or do something like that. It it's it's a cool concept. Like that's where it should be heading to. Yeah. It it'll take away a lot of different third parties that really 
are just dragging. They make the process longer. You got closing, you got other stuff. You got all these different people trying to get paid too. Yeah. It eliminate all of that. And all you have to do is just, it'd be all virtual. You can probably apply for financing on there. Do all this stuff. Like, that is genius. Yeah. I love, that, that would literally disrupt the market and it would make the buying of houses so much easier. Yeah. Investors, come on. Come come hit my line. Let's get let's get this show on the yeah, road. I want to be on this. <laughs> I like this. That is so cool. I love that. And then you can just people who own lands, they can split it up and sell their land out like that. And it you can make the process so simple. Yeah. And I like that a lot. But yeah, it, it, like, that's something that's that, that's probably the next where it's got to go. Because every market is changing. Even the roofing market has, wasn't it was like how it was 10 years ago. Yeah. People are trying to make it more simple with all these new CRMs, with all this new stuff that's going on. And one thing I hated, like, with all the, it's the same thing with roofing, you know? Especially you deal with insurance, you deal with so much. Eventually, what's going to happen is, is the market's going to just close up. It's yeah. happening. It's already happening already. All these little companies are being bought out by bigger ones. Yeah. And the bigger ones are being bought out by another bigger one. And what's going to happen is basically the insurance and the roofing companies, they're going to be like, they're going to be working together. Yeah. Because the insurance right now is losing a ton of money with supplementing, with all this stuff. And with all these storms that are happening, they're getting tired of it. And so, um, I don't know if the manufacturers will get how, how that will get involved. I mean, already manufacturers are working on. Uh, higher class shingles like malarkey already has even down to their they don't even down to their most basic lineup it's either class two or class three shingle so i mean they're they're all hail rated basically yeah and then that's going to help they're probably going to work together somehow and eventually there's gonna be, it's going to be down to like three big roofing companies across the country all these mom and pop ones are going to get bought out or they're yeah. going to die basically yeah. Like right now, you you can kill it on roofing because of how it is and how, how let me check, how it's um designed because commissions right now are insanely high. But I mean, that's how it was with phones back in the uh, early t- 2010s. You know, commissions are so high. You were making a ton of money, but now there's no there's no profit there. And this is going to be the same thing. Pretty soon, you can be able to order your roof online. Yeah. There's, there's like companies like Lowe's nowadays that you can just go ahead and you can just order it. It's like I see their trucks all the time now. It's gonna dry up. All these little shops are gonna be bought out, or they're gonna just die. Yeah. All that's that's capitalism for you. Capitalism, big dog, eat little dog. You hear that little pooch? <laughs> that's the thing, though. When I what I realize is like right now, roofing is in a lucrative business because you can make a ton of money on it. Yeah. Um, but it's gonna dry up soon. Because there's gonna be more overhead. There's gonna be the commissions are gonna get smaller and smaller and smaller. It's not gonna be like this forever. So that's why I look at it. Like right now, I can make a ton of money on it, but I'm not gonna be here for a few, a few times now. It's gonna dry up. It can't do this. And when that happens, then I don't want to be in it at all. That's why you gotta find the next big market that's gonna that's gonna be really lucrative for a bit. Yeah. Unless unless you're at the top, unless you own a humongous roofing company, you're you're not set. Because the if you own a small roofing company and all that, you you'll do good right now, but maybe in a couple of years it's gonna dry up, and then you're gonna be stuck. Because that's something I realized. All these people doing roofing, like yeah, they're killing it. They're making six figures easily, but in a couple of years we're gonna be at. Is yeah. it gonna, it's gonna be the same way in ten years? You're not gonna be making the same amount of money. You're gonna be making a lot less. And not only that, who's gonna trust a small roofing company? 
True. Like, it's the same thing with cars. Would you rather go to a, a major dealer or like a big name deal like Carvana or would you go to like Jose Auto Sales down the street <laughs> that sells like the most crap? Like, literally, who would you trust more? <laughs> Jose. Hey, man, if he tosses in like some tacos or something. <laughs> no, but like, that's the thing. That's what's going to happen. And I mean, you already see that with like even car sales nowadays. I mean, it's still really big, but it's not gonna be big forever. I would never go to one of those car shops to buy a car. Yeah, I, I, I of course I buy it from like smaller, like from uh, third parties versus I don't know what a dealer. And that's, I would never go to one of those smaller dealers either. I mean, that's the, probably the sketchiest ones. Yeah, I would, if I was if I had the money and I was looking for a brand new car, I would go to Carvana and just pick it out. Yeah, or I'd go to there's another one's like. CarMax? I don't know. If I was looking for a used car, brand new car, you can go over online. Yeah. I'd buy a Tesla. Tesla. I got I got two pre-orders in for the Tesla Cybertruck. Two pre-orders for the Tesla Cybertruck. Dude. Yeah, I'm excited. That's When is that going to start? Have, have they started making the vehicles yet? They're supposed to start at the end of this year. That's what I find so crazy, dude. Is like, I'm invested into a company... Um, called go ev canoe and they're doing it's just there's so many electric vehicle startups and there's so many bears and there's so many bulls um I don't, I, that's what i hate too uh I, there's all these electric startups because everyone is it's like the new thing everyone wants to get in it was like the dot-com bubble yeah. everyone wants got everyone had some part of it but you're not gonna last yeah like even the legacy automakers are like Ford, GM, Mercedes, all of them. They're they're trying to bring them all out, but they're they're still they're nowhere near the level as Tesla. No one is. Yeah. The fact that Tesla is this advanced is insane. And they're already bringing out new cars. They yeah. already they already have a twenty five thousand starting lineup coming up soon. A new little smaller Tesla. Yeah. That's gonna sell like fire. Yeah. Everyone, it's it's gonna be the new the new. No one's gonna compete with that. Yeah. Even like they're so ahead of the game. They're exactly even Hummer. I I love the new Hummer. The new Hummer looks super cool. I looked at the specs, but would I rather buy a Hummer or the Cybertruck? Yeah, the Hummer sure it looks much more luxurious. It looks so much more cooler. It's got the Hummer name and all that. But I I compare it to the Cybertruck and like you're going from 250 miles an hour, two miles of range to 500, and it yeah. costs 30 grand less too. It, sure, design is way more extreme, but it's and you have the backing of Tesla. You know the product is good. You yeah. know they have they perfected their battery cells like no other. No one else has a battery like they do. No one else has an like a motor like they do, and they have better specs. I mean, I I would why would I get a Hummer? I can get a when I get a Tesla Cybertruck, and does yeah. basically everything the, the, the Hummer does. It's just not as flashy like the Hummer, even though it's it's flashy in its own way with its own design. But the Hummer is, you know, it's got the Hummer name over everything. It's got the Hummer badge. But it's just like the first thing GM has really come out with electric, other than the Volt. But the Volt's a piece of garbage, really. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at a Volt. When really? I was looking at my first car. I was like, it was a used Volt. I was like, it's stupid, right? Yeah, it looks dumb. I'd rather buy the Tesla Model, the Model 3. Yeah. The Model 3 looks... And the the not only is the technology like the batteries the engines are better, but the software. Yeah, that's something I think they update of, the software. They update it. Even the first gen Model Xs or Model Ss 
are still getting the new updates. And they just released a new patch. Like, you know how uh, they came out in 2012 with the, with the Model Model S only having 3G. And now all new cars, they need to have a, like a 4G or LTE higher to be able to update them. Tesla came out with this. You can go to get and get a re, uh, reservice and upgrade it to the 4G LTE for like 100 bucks. Wow. So that you can still maintain the older generation cars and still keep them on the road and still receiving new updates. That's awesome. And that's what like, I feel like it's like Apple and Samsung. Samsung phones, they only last two years before they're outdated because the software cannot be updated more than two years. I have a look at the iPhone. The iPhone software, I think I think it has the same software in the, the, the 6 as my iPhone 12 does. They still yeah. have iOS 12 or whatever it is. It's the same. Th- and like the Tesla, they're still keeping up to date. That's something at legacy automakers too. Is like they get outdated so fast. Yeah. Like I looked at my Jeep. My Jeep is 2014, and I love this uh, infotainment it has. It's got uh, Bluetooth. It's got all this stuff. But then I look at the Tesla, and it's already outdated. And they, uh, look at the new Jeeps. New Jeeps are they? They have or it's already outdated. They have yeah. Apple CarPlay. They have newer features. And my Jeep's already outdated, and they can't update it. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way you can do that. And so it's the same as I think. Like Tesla, so for, for them to be keeping the updates going and having all the new features, even in the older cars, it's super cool. Yeah. And that's like, that means if you buy your car now in 10 years, or it's been almost almost 10 years now from the old ones, because I'm being 2022 is when the first gen came out, I think, or 2023. Um, in 10 years, that means your car will basically still be like the same software as the newer ones do. And then maybe you have to go get it uh, refitted with the new stuff, but Tesla will do that for like very cheap so far. And I also, I love the fact that we know who the owner is. Yeah, Elon. Yeah, he. The reason why it's so highly valued is just because of the CEO and yeah, how great of a speaker and well, he's not a really great speaker. Well, he he's just put himself out there a lot. Yeah, it does, and that's something like who are you gonna trust? Whoever the CEO of GM is or Elon Musk? <laughs> yeah, you don't even know. I don't like, even know who he is. Yeah, yeah, you know who Elon is though, and I I love Elon's work ethic. Yeah, you look at him; he works day in day out and he believes in his product that's how you know it's a good company when you have the ceo the owner the chairman killing working his butt off to make the best product he can make yeah i mean and he he had everything against him everything everyone thought tesla was gonna die in three years or whatever it was there was no way that they they uh, there was going to be to make it this long there was even times when the Model 3 came out where they were near bankruptcy. There's yeah. like, I remember like, there was a story around it where they only had like two months worth of money left. And they were trying and they were trying to sell the company to Apple or to some other big company. And they couldn't find a buyer. And somehow they pulled it through and made it out. And that's what I see. Like when Elon, he will do anything to make it succeed. Yeah. And he will work. He wants, he wants, he has a vision. Most GMs, most uh, CEOs and all that, they don't have a vision. They're just pulling stuff out there and hoping it sticks to the wall. He yeah. has a vision. He wants to make an all-electric future. He wants to make a self-driving future. Maybe that's that's not my vision. I don't want to. I don't. That's scary to me. Yeah. I mean, I love. I love. I'm a. I'm a car guy. I love diesel. I love gas cars. 
and like not everything should be electric but that's his vision and that's what he wants done he's working his butt off to do that yeah and trying to make the best battery cells that can improve and compete with the range of a gas car you try to make charging way faster so that that way when you stop for somewhere you stop and you want it's be about the same as going to get fuel for a car yeah and it, it's 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 really cool how his vision is how he's working it out and that's why when i want to buy something the first thing i look at is if I want to buy something new too, is the reputation, and he's got something that he's got that in the back. Yeah, and there's sure there's a lot of sketchy stuff with it, like especially with right to repair yourself and all that. Yeah, there's a lot of like stuff like that for Tesla. I mean, every every company has their own bad press, but I know for like, I know that there's every, I can trust them more than anything else, and I'd rather get a Tesla. That's why I had a Cybertruck and had a Hummer. Yeah. Or the new Ford F one fifty, which I think sucks. <laughs> I don't like it. You don't like the design, the body. It's just another Ford. I don't I don't like Ford at all. <laughs> if I was gonna buy a brand new truck, I'd go buy a Dodge. That's my preference. Because I just like Cummins. I like the design of Dodge. Dodge has the coolest looking trucks. I mean, come on. I feel like Ford looks like a brick. <laughs> it just does. I'm sorry, Ford guys out there. That's just my opinion. Don't take it as a fact. So you like the curvy looks? You like it whenever it's got curved? Uh, I mean, or what are you thinking? Like with? I just like the grill. I love the yeah. front of a Dodge. You know, it has the Ram logo right there. And plus the name Ram. It's like, would you rather buy a Ram or would you buy an F one fifty? Yeah. I mean, it's just a yeah. Ram. It's not a Dodge anymore. It's actually just a Ram. That's the brand of it. Yeah. And so, oh, Sydney. She's like growling at us right now. We have Sydney here. Why is she mad? What'd you do to her? The dogs are tired, man. They all they haven't done anything. Lavender, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I just like Ram way better, and I, I, they're in tears. It's insane. Ram back in they won the most luxurious vehicle of the year two times in a row. Wow, a truck, a pickup truck, <laughs> competing with Mercedes, competing with other. Like luxurious vehicles, a pickup truck won the most luxurious vehicle of the year. That's that's awesome. Their interiors are like so nice. I I wasn't a a truck guy, but I mean, I'm I'm starting to look at trucks and be like, man, they're not like, they're not just like a work truck. You can have like a really nice. It's like driving like an S class Mercedes. Yeah, I mean they have the air ride suspension. It's got heated, cooled seats, massage seats. It's got Basically, all the technology in there, they got the big infotainment screen. Like, it's all packed full of it. It's like the most luxurious vehicle. Like, you can buy the mega cabs, they're huge in the back. You can sit back there, you can have like, it's insane how nice they are. The new ones, like, compared to how, like, if I bought, like, my truck's an 05, and I would have bought, if I would have bought the most luxurious model of that truck, and what it would have is like leather seats. That's it. <laughs> Maybe heated seats. But nowadays, it's like they've really worked their ways up. I think that's something like Ram really worked on, too, that's making their trucks not only look... Because they already have the coolest looking truck with the Ram grill. <laughs> yeah. They they already had that in the bag. But they but not only that, they went ahead and uh, they made the interior so much nicer. And that's one thing Ford and GM had to catch up with. And they've got great engines. The Hemis, yeah, they're really good. I love the Cummins. Cummins is probably the best diesel engine out there. I mean, it does have a Chrysler transmission, so that's an F, that's an iffy right there. 
I was talking to someone the other day, and he was like, if I wasn't build the perfect truck, I would the drivetrain would be uh, an Allison transmission with a Cummins engine. Allison. What's that, Allison? Allison is a transmission that... Um, I'm getting text, sorry. Allison's a transmission um, that GM has. The Duramax. Duramax oh, is a yeah. good engine, yeah. They're actually made in Indiana. It's really? The factory's up in Indianapolis. I actually, like, my office is, like, right down the street from it. Oh, that's cool. It's so cool because you have the best engine in the world with Cummins and the probably the best transmission in Allison all here in our home state. Yeah, that's super cool. That's If I wasn't building my own truck, I'd... You see the test trucks coming around and... I see them. Yeah, yeah, they're cool. No, no, now Cummins is making electric stuff. Really? Yeah, I saw their bus here, and it had their electric motor in it. They're testing it. Man. So now they're they're going to the future. Now it's kind of sad seeing diesel. <laughs> it's sad because people don't know about diesel. P- diesel is really really cool. <laughs> the part that got cut out just I was talking about diesel for like. 10 minutes it's so nice like <laughs> like diesel it's it's the best fuel source out there it's energy density per gallon is like three times higher than gas so that means like for every gallon of diesel you burn it has the same energy as burning three gallons of gas so that's why like that's why you see all the semis they all have diesel cars they're all diesel engines because they can they have the more higher energy density which can means you can tow more you get a better fuel economy it's it's even better for the environment in the long run because not only does diesel release zero carbon in the air, it's that's the one thing everyone freaks out about is carbon. Yeah. Everyone talks about lowering their carbon footprint because they think the greenhouse gases of the earth, the carbon in the earth, it's melting the polar caps, it's doing all this stuff. Well, guess what? Diesel doesn't have any carbon burnt out of it. And the one thing everyone freaks out, everyone thinks diesel is the worst thing for the environment because of what? The black smoke. Yeah. And honestly, okay, I I get that. I I'm an idiot that bl- blows the black smoke also because I'm stupid. <laughs> but it's all about humans though, because it's not something that diesel engine does automatically. What happens is people who own those cars they they open the valves a little bit more so they can put more fuel in the combustion chamber and burn it out. So what that all that black smoke is is unburnt fuel. It's soot. So that's what everyone freaks out. And yes, soot is not that great for the environment. It causes smog, which causes acid rain and all this stuff. But that only happens in big cities where there's a huge congestion of diesel cars. And there's a huge congestion of diesel cars that people are dumb and they like to open up the valves and all that stuff. That's why they have products like DEF and all that stuff that clean the clean the exhaust before it comes out and makes it cleaner. But the the one thing you could do to eliminate all that, and it's even better for the environment, is run off run your car off waste vegetable oil. Waste vegetable oil. Waste vegetable oil. Which has the similar effect to diesel. Yeah. So the, the first diesel engine ever made. So the diesel is designed by a man named Rudolf Diesel back in I forget where he's from I think Germany or something like that Van Diesel when he made yeah Vin Diesel he made he, he's the inventor of the diesel engine no when <laughs> Rudolph made the first diesel engine he actually when he came to show it to the crowds he ran it off peanut oil diesel so what the problem is is not the problem what the thing is about diesel is it doesn't use spark it doesn't use it doesn't use any type of combustion type of thing to burn it so when the gas and that's what was going to last one <laughs> mm-hmm. when, when when you have a gas engine 
what happens is when you have the fuel comes in the cylinder, the piston pushes it up, and there's a spark plug on top that ignites the fuel. And that which causes the boom in effect of the gas motor causes causes it to come the piston come down and shoot back up all that stuff. It's a whole process. What diesel does, it works off compression. So what happens is it, the, the piston goes down, the valves open up, the the fuel goes inside to the engine, the 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 combustion chamber, and then the piston shoots back up, and all that pressure that comes up against the top, that fuel then ignites from the pressure alone from the combustion from the the. the we call that the compression. So it like heats it up. Basically. Much. Well, it just shoots it back up. And because there's so much pressure in that chamber, it then explodes, which causes it to come down, shoot up. There's no spark plug there whatsoever. So that's why you can run off things like vegetable oil. Like you can literally go to a Chinese restaurant and take all of their used vegetable oil and you can just put it inside your car. <laughs> you can literally drive off like that. What? All you gotta do is like filter it out, of course, get all the junk out of it. Cause it's a Chinese restaurant, but you don't you don't need you don't need you can just burn off whatever you have. Any oil that you have, you could probably put inside there. Just drive it off of that peanut oil and whatever you have. That's what make, that's what makes it so cool. Because not only can you take a byproduct of something, because you take there's no use for waste vegetable oil. You throw it away. True. Like once you what they do is they just cook their food in it and then it, it's no use. You can't use it anymore. So you take that byproduct that has no use whatsoever, and you can use it for something else. You can take it, filter it all out, and put it back in your car, which burns it and causes you to be able to drive wherever you want to go. What about human oil? Human oil. Can I take human oil and harvest it? I have no idea what human oil is. Human oil? Like a greasy face? Yeah, just like harvest. Harvest your grease from human faces? I have no idea how you do that. I, I think it's a good beauty new business yeah new business you can like open these like grease remover parlors yeah all over remove city. the grease when you have like a vacuum that like sucks off the grease mm. then you can put your i don't do you want to know what that is oh man that sounds disgusting that sounds disgusting oh that sounds awful <laughs> have you seen those videos of like them cleaning their faces or those masks like they pull to clean your pores and they oh, come yeah. and you rip them off and it's like all of this like like oil and like nasty junk inside the mask. It looks yeah. disgusting. I've done one. You've done one? How bad was it? It didn't really work. No? It didn't really work very well. Dang. That looks yeah. disgusting though. I know. Taking that oil, putting your car. Yeah. You <laughs> see those videos like Dr. Pimple Popper. Dr. Pimple Popper. There, you know, yeah, that's, oh, dude, all that stuff with like a facial cut. It just grosses me out. Like, Human body, bro. It's just nasty. I don't know, man. I don't want to think about that now. <laughs> it sounds awful. It but does. it's scary. Yeah, I don't know if you could run that off your car. I don't I know. Mean, you so, can... so what is it? Pretty much, what does... I don't know if you know or not, but like, what does... it? Does it just have to be an oil or does it have to... Like, what, what are the specifications in order for a vehicle that runs diesel to be able to run different fuel type so you know, there are some modifications you should do to your car before you run it off uh any type of oil i don't really know i don't think you can put engine oil in there for sure i don't i don't really know there's different parameters you can do that um maybe it's got to be some type some type of fuel source like um i don't know i do know for sure like oils like vegetable oil even be- worse uh, waste vegetable oil peanut oil um can, I, don't, any type, I think any type of like a food-based oil you could use for yeah. it um which is really cool but there are some stuff you want to do to your car like 
One thing is um, you only want to get some better injectors in your car. So, like, if I want to do my Volkswagen, I would swap them out and put, like, some more beefier that have... Because, you know, the the voice special boy is way thicker than diesel. Diesel is yeah. like gas where it's, like, very, very thin. And so, you're, you, you have you seen the one before how you pour it out? It's, like, a really slow pour. It's yeah. really thick. You, so, you want to get some injectors that can be able to handle that thickness. Because you got to think the factory injectors. The viscosity. Yeah, the viscosity. There you go. Yeah. That was the word I was looking for. Viscosity. That's why the, the normal factories injectors can't handle that viscosity. <laughs> it's, it's, they're, they're only made for diesel. That's why you get some, some thicker ones that can handle that. And you may want to change some of the fuel lines out also so they can also handle that. Another thing you want to wor- worry about also is um, when diesel gets really cold or when waste vegetable oil gets really cold, it tends to gunk up a bit. So sometimes some people actually put heaters to like warm up the fuel tank to keep it nice and warm so that viscosity doesn't get any thicker. It becomes yeah. it stays the same viscosity. So when you when you heat up, that's like when you fry food, you keep that it gets really hot and you see it, then it gets way thinner. Yeah, it gets becomes really really like almost like water almost. You can pick it up and like pour it out like it's yeah. water. It's the same exact thing. So it gets really like cold. bacon grease. Bacon well, grease. you could use bacon grease in your car. Really? You can. Yeah, but you got to thin it up. That's why when people actually do it, they make a system. They get like these big barrels out, and they have they have they have it moving all the time. So that way, the viscosity stays really really thin and doesn't get gunked up. And that's why people also recommended like mix diesel with the waste vegetable oil. That way, the system always stays fairly thin and doesn't really gunk up. And it, it's. It's good for the summertime where it's really hot and it's not gonna, yeah, it's not gonna gunk up. It's really when you worry about is it cold because that's something diesel engines are not really well with the cold. Yeah, and don't diesel engines like heat up whenever you like before you can drive it? Don't they have to heat up? There's some like my Jetta has a a block heater. That's the same thing because diesel itself is also like that where they don't like to start in the cold. Yeah. It's they got it's got to warm up. That's why you have glow plugs. Like my Cummins truck, it's got these heater cores, where because I guess it's got compression. So you want to be a little warm so that compression can be able to go and burn that and then compress that fuel a bit to be able to fire it. So that's why cars nowadays they do have glow plugs. And so what you do is usually you go to your car in the wintertime, you leave it on for a little bit, turn it on, shut it off, do a little key cycle a couple times, so the engine starts to warm up with the glow plugs. Once it's warm up a little bit, you can start it up. And sometimes it takes a while. Some people like like my like I said my car is a block heater. You plug it into the wall, mm. and actually warm it up overnight. So that way, it it can you just get it and get in and go, get in and get it, get in and go. But like I said, like diesel cars, they do they're not really that great in the cold. I mean, they're great cars, but they just it takes a while to start up sometimes in the cold. Yeah. But if you know what you're doing, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. And especially especially nowadays with all the electric stuff going on, all the cars, all the new ones, they all have computers in them. They monitor that. They keep the car warm. You can, even like new cars, you have like apps where you can like set it up how you want it and all that stuff. So it's in the cold, you really shouldn't have an issue with it. It mostly affects older vehicles that don't have the new technology. But like I said, it's it's way better for the environment. You know, like I said, you can use a byproduct for it. Like you, you're helping everyone out because they're just going to throw that away. So you, by using that byproduct, you're able to help the environment. It keeps the thing cleaner. It doesn't have any study either. It's like, it really does make the world a lot better. That's what I think. Like, if people just switch over to diesel and 
didn't switch over to just because diesel itself, the fuel itself that they use nowadays is a byproduct of gas. Yeah. The reason why that's why they have so much diesel because it's like it's when you make gas, one of the byproducts itself is actually diesel. Oh. So that's why they use it nowadays for that. But you don't need to use that. You can just use an actual really good type of fuel that no one needs. Why would you want very special oil? Like I don't. <laughs> maybe it'll help out fertilizing plants. That's the only thing I can think about. Does like, it? I don't know. I feel like it does. I think if you put it in your plants or your compost, maybe. Yeah. It does help it out a lot. I don't know, but that's why I say if you burn it off, you're really you're just helping everyone out in the long run. Yeah, it makes life a lot easier, and you save a ton of money, dude. Like th- I should do that now because diesel's so high. Yeah, it's like three fifty a gallon. It's insane how high it is. If I I can go get all the fuel I want, I can get a whole tank of fuel for three bucks, three dollars. If I want to go do that, yeah, and just make it myself. I should forgot about that. I should really do that. Josiah's going to start his own fuel company. My own fuel company. <laughs> I thought about that. I thought, what if I just did that, collected all of it, and start making like fuel stations around the southern Indiana? But, I don't know, that would be liable if something happens. Like, they, they have a crappy truck, and <laughs> yeah. because their lines are all gunked up, then it's blowing their motor up, they're going to get mad at me. Yeah. That's why I was like, nah. But, nah. Nah. But, I would love to do that. I like, it'd be cool to get it set up. What? what? Really I'd like cool. to see it. Maybe I'd like day. to see it happen. Maybe one day. I would. Ha- I my plan was when I first wanted to get a car, I wanted to buy an old Volkswagen truck. Volkswagen truck. I, I didn't know Volkswagen had a truck. They're old, like eighties. It's really cool. And they made a diesel in there, and they had a little pickup bed. And I wanted to buy a little <laughs> trailer, and with the trailer would be a huge barrel tank, basically, and drive around town, get all the oil, all that stuff. <laughs> And then bring it to my house, and I'll be filtering it all of it, and just to make fuel. Oh my goodness! But then again, that's stupid because <laughs> <laughs> that truck is like so basic. And I'm, it'd be cool, I guess. I guess I could that'd be worked out better. But I get my Jeep. Why would I need that? Yeah. Those trucks, though, they get you like seventy miles of the gallon. Really? Seventy miles? Is it because they they're, they have no restriction in them because of how old they are? So like all the e- emission stuff that have cars nowadays, it really. It constricts the motor a lot. That's mm-hmm. why you have all this weird... Really, the engine itself does not fail in a diesel car. It's the emissions that fail. Like, I've seen the new Titans. They have a Cummins engine. That engine, I see a lot of people have issues with them, but it's not the engine itself. It's really just, like, the emissions on it. Uh, turbos fail, because they have special turbos that have to filter all the stuff out. And so, when that fails, they can't find any more emission stuff for it. It's really weird. That's why people delete them. But it all depends on your state, too. If you delete your car, it really, it's illegal. Oh. It's illegal to do that. Wow. Like, you can't go to the shop to do that. No one would ever do that. So that's why, that's all this emissions garbage. Emissions. Eco-friendly. But I like it. I like diesel a lot. And I, 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 I'm, yeah, I'm excited for Tesla and all that. But I'm, I, in the future, when I'm older, I'm going to be like, I'm going to miss diesel. That's, you know, the smell in the morning of your diesel truck starting up. <laughs> that sound it makes. Oh, my. And I would go to see friends in that truck, give them for rides. Oh, man, it's just the sound. I floor it. Yeah. And the black smoke, the shout out. Uh, yeah, I just heard it. The turbo sound. Yeah. Oh, man. And then you drive electric. It's a little hum. Yeah. But it depends. There's a time. There's like a 
There's a time whenever I want a quiet car. There's a time. There is a time. Yeah. That's something I learned a lot driving my truck. <laughs> yeah. I'm driving home from work and I'm like wore out. The last thing we hear is, it's actually that kind of actually brings me up. Yeah, I like hearing that truck sometimes. Yeah. I went to Louisiana to see it and I was like, man, I missed that. <laughs> my Jeep is so quiet. Yeah, it's so I forget it's diesel sometimes. It's so quiet and like in my truck, I, I hate driving that truck now because of how <laughs> uncomfortable it is compared to my Jeep. Yeah, but you can't get tired of that diesel rumble. Yeah, especially that. The the twenty four valve Cummins, I've noticed that all every diesel has a different sound. I can tell I can tell them apart now, compared yeah. to like a Ford. It sounds like a vacuum. <laughs> like the Ford Power Strokes, they sound like vacuums. Oh, yeah, when you drive, you when you walk past it, just it's like it's a vacuum sound because of the turbo is so loud. A Duramax, they got a little quieter sound. The Cummins itself, it's got unique. I like I love the Cummins. The twelve valve Cummins sound really cool. I liked it. That's a car guy thing and. No one really cares about that. Every normal <laughs> person, all like, just give me point A, point B. Yeah, that's all that matters. That's why. That's why diesel is in the future. People don't. For, people don't know about it, and people are lazy. They don't want to do all the cool stuff that you can do with diesels. Only passionate people about that could actually work it out. Did you know that um, there's a diesel, uh, a motorcycle that can actually fly in what? California. What? Yeah, it flies. I I've been. No, I, I'm joking. I made oh, that I up. was like, I, was <laughs> yeah, yeah. I made that up. I'm excited for a second because yeah. <laughs> I've looked in. They don't make diesel motorcycles. Really? No. It's got too much torque. I think. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Actually, I don't know if it's a torque. It's probably because of power band. Diesels engines do not rev up high. They can't do that. That's not how there is. It will actually break the engine if it rev up too high. Oh wow. That's why, like, if you look at my speedometer, you know how, like, the, the speedo, mine goes yeah. up to, like, 5,000 RPM. A normal gas car goes up to, like, 10, 10,000 RPM. Oh, wow. It can rev up. That's why you gas, you know, a motorcycle is made to rev because of yeah. how they don't have a lot of shifts in it. They don't have a lot of gears. So they got to go really, they, get, they rev really high. But a diesel one, it's, like, it's really low. Yeah. Really low RPMs. That's how you get all the torque from it. It's really good for towing. You don't have that. I've, I've, they've made them before. I've seen them, but they're all old and they're expensive too because of how rare they are. People, it's a collectible item. Maybe one day I'll buy one. I'll buy a diesel bike. I was actually looking to buy a bike. So was I, dude. I wanted to buy, they call it a Can-Am. It's like a three-wheel bike. It's really cool. Oh, you, you like the, with the one in the front and two in the back? No, no, I don't like that. Two in the front? Two in the front. Two in the front, one it's in the back? It's way safer. If you have one in the front, you may turn it and flip. That's why it was a, that was when the three wheelers came out and they had yeah. the, the same style. It was as big as you because every time you turn, the whole thing will flip over. You fall. Yeah. If you make the two in the front when the wheels turn, then that it actually makes it a lot safer. Yeah, it leads. Mm-hmm. And you can't flip over like that. The back tire is just kind of like it's just the back is just to drive. Yeah. It's just it's what pushes it. The front tires are what actually move it. That's why when you have one in the front and you're turning. All the weights going to one edge and going to the front of it too, so that's why you had all those people flipping over because they had one on the front. Yeah, that's why they can't handle really tight turns. So, I was looking at one of those. I was thinking about buying an actual motorcycle too, like a real two wheel. Like they're cheap. I can get it for like two grand. A nice bike. Really? Yeah, I was looking to buy one. Man, but I'm like, I'm gonna die if I buy one. <laughs> <laughs> you already are a die. 
I'm already are a die. Exactly. <laughs> so what's the point? Just might as well do it. If I become a real die, who cares? <laughs> a real die. A real die. I do not want to become a real die. Not yet. I not hope yet. I don't become a real die yet. I'll do fake die for now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fake die. But yeah, I was looking at that. Really, I can buy a brand new Can Am for like ten grand. It's low pricey, but brand new. Brand spanking new. Man. And they're really cool. My cousin has one. I want to get one. But you can't, like I said, summer is almost over. Yeah. Unless I take it to Florida for winter. You could buy it in the winter time. Buy it? That'd be cheaper. Yeah, you're right. Unless yeah. COVID makes things worse. Gosh, dang it, COVID. COVID, man. But we should buy, dude. We should buy a couple. Yeah. Finance them both. Yeah. I don't know. I was thinking like, should I have my company buy it, but no, it's, I can't do that. I can't do that. <laughs> Can you justify it? I can't justify it exactly. <laughs> I'm like, that's a company product for customers to clients out, <laughs> even though it has one seat on it. <laughs> yeah, it's for publicity. No, but I can't. I can't do that. But I'm made by a motorcycle. I don't know, a normal one, two wheel. Yeah. Brum brum. I'm like, we should buy it, dude. Yeah. I would want to get one to go to Brown County. Yeah. Try around up there, go to the lake. Go out to the park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be really fun. But of course, you got... I don't want to become a real die. I don't want to become a real <laughs> It's scary, dude. I do fake die for now. And you're going like 80 miles an hour. I drove the Can-Am. And I think going 50 freaked me out. It's really? like it's so fast, and you're, you're like such a, like you have no seatbelt. Yeah, I didn't even have a helmet, which made things. Work. I was wearing Crocs too. Oh my gosh! So like it was like I just drove it down the street real quick, and I was like, the thing is, it picks up so fast. Mm-hmm. And not only that, it's like you have you're exposed to the elements, so like you feel <laughs> it so much faster and yeah. so much stronger. So you're driving it, and it's like it's like any move you make, any pothole, you feel it. Oh yeah, it's pothole. like when I drive my car, I'm like. I can go 80, 90. I don't care. Yeah. But I drive that thing. I'm like, dude, I can't go past 50. Yeah. And it'd be even worse than the two wheel one. Cause yeah. at least you have all the control, like a, of like a full wheeler because of how the wheels are made, how, the, how much control it is. If you drive, drive two, you're leaning, you're trying to get, you got to control your balance. Yeah. It's even worse. <laughs> I don't know how people do it. I don't know how people do it. And people go cross country trip. My cut, my uncle's, Really? My aunt and uncle, they do like a cross-country trip once a year wow. on their bikes. I think that'd be fun. On a highway? <laughs> on a highway? But with semis? On the interstate? They go on interstate. Oh, my goodness. And like it's also in the middle of summer. You're wearing black leather. Because mm. that's the reason why you wear black leather is because if you fall off, it doesn't hurt you as much because yeah. it protects your skin and also like, like into like road debris and all that. In the middle of summer... It gets so hot You're sweaty And You have like no AC You have no comfort whatsoever Hurts your back in the long run Because you have no chair It's You're passing semis Like Why I don't see the point I don't see why it's Like I get it like Going to a park And riding around with friends That is fun I would love to do that Or having a trailer And just driving it around But just going interstate And do that (laughs) You gotta be crazy. It's a lot of risk. Yeah, you really want to become a real die at that point. <laughs> you want to be a real die. You want to be a real die? Okay. Okay. Just do it. <laughs> but so I, that's one of your fears. One of, 
<laughs> we were talking earlier, asking what my fears were. I mean, I'll do it. I don't care. If it's time for that's something I think people are scared of death. And I'm like, it's time to be a real die. It's my time to be a real die. <laughs> time to step up to the plate. It's my turn to be out there. If it is, that's what it, only God can tell me when it's time. Yeah. But that's all we got for this podcast. Um, thank you for listening. We have a ton going on here. We're at 1,800 bars. So I think another one we ended up 1,400 bars. So I don't know what that means in time. <laughs> we'll find out eventually. But again, thank you for listening to our podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed. It's Anyone? been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Anything you want to say, Tosh? Um, Just that I just want to leave the listeners with one thing, and that is with just a skip hop and a jump make sure never to forget that a brandy slammer brandy slammer is always the choice amen but i have no idea what that was okay <laughs> we'll keep it in there but again sorry for any uh weird noisy here from myself as like i said i got liners and hopefully got a lift. i got a lift and i got a guitar like this sometimes but i'm working on that and hopefully by next week i'll understand how to talk better with these things on i've already you should have heard me when i first put them on it was bad <laughs> it was like it was so bad but i i'm learning more and more as they go on but thank you again for listening for hearing us out and and hope you guys enjoy these stories we'll see you again next week hopefully sometime around this time again it depends how we do and we're gonna get some lunch right now i'm starving but again thank you so much for listening hope you guys have an awesome day we'll see you in the next one peace out